Hey, welcome to the Black Knight Nation podcast. I'm your host, Sal Interdonato. The Black Knight Nation podcast is brought to you by Higher Echelon, run by Joe Ross, former Army officer, former Army fullback, former Army assistant coach, guest on the Black Knight Nation podcast. Check out our Black Knight Nation YouTube channel where we have uh, – We I just loaded up, thanks to Seth Mendelson, I loaded up Kane Udo's press conference. We're going to get Caleb Fortner's press conference up there later too. Uh, we have um, – uh, uh, Trent Steelman was our last guest on the Black Knight Nation podcast. Good podcast. Take a listen to that. Check our website out. Check out Seth's recap coming up, photos, um, breakdowns of plays, all that kind of stuff. But we want to get to – we want to talk about today's game. Uh, 19-0, Army loses to Troy. The first time Army shut out at Mikey Stadium since 2003. Now, if I do the quick math, that's 20 years ago they were shut out um, in September of 20, uh, 2003 by um, – South Florida, I believe. So, um, man, it was the weather was ugly. The 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 football was ugly on Army side, especially on the offensive end. And um, you know, Troy came in. This this game reminded me a little last year where it was a 10-9 game at Troy. It was a little bit low scoring. I thought the defense did all they could to keep Army in it for almost a half. They limited Troy to a couple, you know, a couple field goals. And then that touchdown late in the half kind of hurt a little bit, but the defense hung in there. The offense was pretty much non-existent as far as well putting up points, uh, moving the chains. Um, you know, I want to real quick, guys. Before let's welcome in Seth Mendelson and, and Steve Anderson. Appreciate you guys hopping on. I want to start this podcast out by going through Army's first seven or eight drives. Here we go. Punt. Fumble, punt, punt, fumble, punt, punt. Seven drives. That's your first seven drives of the game. I mean, not good. Seth, you were at the game. Go right ahead. Okay, it was one of the toughest games I've ever been to, to be honest. And I've been going to Army games since the 60s. Um, uh, this may shock you what I'm about to say, but I don't think Troy played that great of a game offensively. Um, they were, uh, I think, three. Let me look it up. They were three for uh, three for 14 or something like that on uh, third down conversions. They were 0 for 2 on fourth downs. Um, but when they made the play, they made big plays. Uh, the, the, the quarterback, Gunnar Watson, threw for uh, 21 times, 10 completions for 227 yards. 20, 22 yards, more than 22 yards per completion. Uh, the, the running game, I think they had 200 and something yards running. Uh, they had 60 total plays. I think they were averaging eight yards per play. Amazingly, when they got into the, you know, the red zone or maybe the 20 to 30 yard line, they stopped. Uh, a couple of key penalties. They were penalized, I think, for 80 yards nine times, I believe. Much more than Army was, but Army had bad penalties at ended drives or stopped or slowed down drives. Uh, so uh, this game could have been – they had four field goals, four, five attempts, four field goals. This could have been a lot worse. But Troy didn't play its best game. On the other side of the coin, this was the worst offensive performance I've seen Army, uh, Army pr produce. Um in decades, um, you know, I, I guess that game in, in at Stanford was was up there. I don't remember quite as bad, and you know, I was all excited to be on the West Coast and so forth. I was there with my son, as I said. Um, but this reminds me of the 2003 season, which was when we lost to Ouch. South Florida. Um, you know, and shut up by South Florida. There was besides that first drive, you know, and it's interesting. We're only Army's only losing three nothing, 
and they're driving, and then a fumble by uh, by, by Tyrell. Um, who knows what would have happened if they could have scored there, even a even a field goal? Who knows what could have happened? But we'll never know. After that, as you just pointed out, it was just nothing. It was nothing on, under Bryson Daly, and it was nothing under the, the, the um, what's his name, the young Champ Porter. Harris. Champ Harris. Champ Harris, right? Who oh, I got to tell you something. Like uh, I think you said before we went on, I felt sorry for the kid. Uh, he's a freshman. Uh, Munkin in the press conference said, "Hey, a year ago, this kid was was playing quarterback. I guess quarterback for St. Thomas Aquinas down in Florida, great school. Uh, but he was a high school kid, and now he's you know thrust into a, a college football game in the second quarter with the starting quarterback out." Um, the other problem I, I noticed, and two more comments, and I'll shut up. Uh, the offensive line didn't give him any time. There was no time there. They weren't they weren't doing anything. But having said all of this. A freshman, uh, Kanye, how do you pronounce his name? Udo? Udo? Udo. 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 This kid who has a total of like 50 yards in the first five games of the year, um, he runs on 18 carries. He runs for 124 yards, including one of the most impressive runs I've ever seen, where he ran for 23 yards with, I believe, nine or ten of the Troy players on his back. (laughs) Being pushed ahead by the Army guy. With the Troy guys jumping on him, and he just kept going for 23 yards. And a penalty, the next play or two, as he even said, a penalty killed that drive. It, was, it didn't get that far. It was, they were still in the, in the, on their own 40-yard line or so. Um, but, you know, an impressive thing. A, a, a kid runs for 124 yards, and there's no scores? <laughs> Come on. Yeah, yeah, I'm pretty sure he's the first running back for Army this year to get 100. I think Bryson Daly got 100. I could be wrong in that. But I think that's I think the first right. running back. Steve, let's get your 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 initial thoughts in before I, I go on a tangent. So well, I I mean sloppy game overall. Uh appreciate the defense's effort. Anytime you can get uh you know four field goals, that it means you're you know you allowed a few big plays uh here and there, uh, but you fucked up when you needed to. Um, kind of like our, you know, our mentality is uh, as a defensive player. And then kind of what we decided as a team when I played was give us 20 points and you guys and we'll win the game. That was kind of like our mentality was like, we're, we're, we're not going to be perfect. We're going to shoot for if you, if the offense can give us 20 points, we can win the game. And, um, and I remember Trent Steelman, you know, we just had him on the podcast. I remember Trent Steelman telling me when he was a sophomore, hey, hold him under 20. I promise you will win the game. Hold him under 20. I promise you will win the game. Um, defense did a lot today. Not all pretty, um, but enough where – the atmosphere was in the favor of a home, you know, it was a home game, just a, just a sloppy performance overall. And um, really just, man, I, I'm, I am shocked that Troy in 2023 shut out army in 2023. I, I I'm shocked. I, I mean, I don't, I don't think, I don't think that matchup, you know, looked at the matchup across the, the – if you would have told me at the beginning of the season Troy was going to shut out Army, mm. I would have been 
I, I would have been I I, I would have told you I would have bet you know I'd be poor right now um yeah because I would have gone all in on that so uh you know just you know I think that there a lot of a lot of different things happened during the game I love the fact that our our freshman champ Harris got a chance to to get in there um and, and get after it not under ideal situations but um every rep counts rep sets matter uh and you know we just you know we we've got to think about the you know everything about this past week sal seth like we got to think about we we have the leaders of the team look at this past week and think about how tough we were under the conditions today we got to think about how we prepped how we prepared and if and when a change needs to be made because that team was not 19 to nothing better than the Army football team. And when you don't show up on Saturdays, that that's a tough pill to swallow. And I'll I'll be done with that. What what do you think of Steve? What do you think about the play calling, uh, offensive play calling? I I was a little I, I was – look, I'm not a offensive guru at all. I don't have the stats. I don't have the, the data that shows me that, hey, when they're in this formation, let's run this. And and I, I honestly – defensive mindsets are very reactive. Hey, when they line up in these, these sets and they're on this yard line, this is the percentage they're going to run these plays. That is how – my mentality works. Um, now, as an infantry officer and now a space um, operations officer, my the mentality changed a little bit where in, in the military, you want to be on the offensive side all the time. You don't want to be in the defense. So I, it's hard for me to understand a little bit as far as the – you know, I, I don't know what Troy's defensive sets versus our offensive sets were and and what we looked at as far as probability and when to pull, what not to pull. Like, I, it's always hard as a fan to know what happened in the week of practice and what they saw and in, in, in what they've seen in film. I mean, those guys have – I mean, we're talking hundreds of hours, hours that aren't even in a week of manpower – that looks at this stuff. Um, so I, I just can't think that me watching a game on Saturday um, can have a better solution, but I just feel like, look, and, and I always, this is what I go to. Like, this is me as a, as a player and <laughs> like whatever it was, the seniors and the leaders of that team, need to figure it out because I know I, I feel down in my heart. I feel like the coaches had the right plan or I feel like the coaches had enough data to make the right decisions. That's just me though. I've never been a coach other than, you know, little league, little league soccer and, and little league football. And when they don't, not on me. I told, I, I called the right play. You know what I mean? 
it's a joke. I'm a joke. No, I get it. I get you. I get you, Steve. But look, I don't know. I mean, just watching the flow of this game a little bit. Well, first off, I have to be full disclosure. I was out with family today, so I was catching this game on the radio. I was catching it at the uh, restaurant we were at. I was catching it when I got home. So I was not watching it straight through. But, you know, some of the things are just like I, I really don't know what – I think. I mean, again, never coached a game. I never coached a game in my life. Been watching college football for many years. Been covering it for a long time. But some of the things. Uh, first off, we might as well just say that Bryson Daly went out with a non-contact injury in the second quarter of the game. He went to plant. He was away from the ball. Came up a little bit limping and uh, went to the uh, med tent, I believe, twice and was um, told not uh, he wasn't coming back in the rest of the game. So it was Champ Harris's game. I think it was Champ Harris's second play of the game. Udo runs eight yards on the first play, and they have Champ, Champ Harris pass the ball in the second and two when the running game was working good, and Champ Harris, the ball slick. He goes to throw. He loses it. Troy falls on the on the fumble. I, I don't know. I, I, I don't know. I mean, that's just one thing for me. Um, the Tyson-Riley pass play. Um, it's a slick ball. It's raining out. So you're going to have your H back, throw an H back pass that comes up five yards short. Why are you run? Why are you running that play right there? Uh, look, look, I, I, look, the, the H back play is a little out there, but like, you gotta get, you gotta get champ comfortable playing the game. Like he's your guy now, man. Like, we don't know. We don't know what's going to happen with Bailey. You know, it it may be more serious than we think, Sal. And we're with champ. Oh, it is. No, I think I think it. Harris is your quarterback at LSU. I would think. I would think that just may maybe. We don't, maybe we don't what Bailey's situation is, but I, I mean, look, we can we can look at this all we want as far as like if he completes a slant for a touchdown, we're like, oh yeah, that's a smart play. They don't throw slants, Steve. They don't throw slants. They don't have Isaiah Austin, so they don't throw slants. Oh. I I I go to four plays that bothered me, and two were together. Uh, when when Army uh, recovered the fumble, uh, um, I think it was Leo Lowen recovered it on a good uh, on a on a, um, on a two yard line. Um, the next, the very first play, Army lined up in a traditional shotgun uh, uh, offense. I don't understand that. You're you're lining up three yards, four yards deep in the end zone, and the potential for a safety is there. The guy, you know, got the ball. He ran it out to like the four-yard line. Army, Army got called for a hold. The ball went back to the one-yard line, half the distance, and he did the same thing. And again, Army was successful, but I don't understand that. Go underneath center, drive out three, four yards, two yards, whatever it might be, <clears throat> give yourself some room. Those two plays. The third play was there was a in the first half, um, Daly was still in there, um, third and eight. And he hands the ball off. I believe he handed it off to uh, to Reed, um, and it was for two yards. And he's sitting there saying, "Is that the play you wanted, third and eight? No. And the most important play is, I believe, the first time we went for it on fourth down. Um, where was Jacoby Buchanan? He was healthy, I'm told. Yeah. Okay. He's not in the game. Instead, they give the ball to to Kanye. I understand he's having a great game. I understand that. But this is in the second quarter. He wasn't having that great game yet. He's doing well, but not the great game. Okay, they give the ball to him, and he gets stuffed. 
Whereas where was Jacoby Buchanan? He didn't play, as far as I can tell, and Sal, you follow this a lot closer than I do. He was not in the game at all. I know you weren't watching, but usually when you're watching, you know. I'll, 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 I'll do snap counts. Seth, last week against Boston College, he had two snaps. He played two snaps. Two. Okay, so something's going on there, obviously. I mean, this guy was, you know, the go-to guy when it's, you know, third, third and one or fourth and one or fourth and two or third and two. And now he's not on the field. And I don't understand it. I don't. It's a different offense, Seth. Okay, but again, if it's fourth and one, get under center. Get under center. Hand the ball off to the guy who did it for us last year for every single time yeah. almost. We're not going back. We're not going back, Seth. No, but well, Steve, I, I, I will say I did see somebody on social media, a former Army football player of recent years, not in this, this offense, say – how do they not give the ball to 33 on a fourth and one play? How? I'm not saying that it doesn't it it doesn't make sense to all the common sense, spidey senses, whatever you want to call it. It makes a lot of sense to us as fans to line up under center and give the ball to Jacoby Buchanan, who gets you a one or two yard gain every single time he's ever touched the ball, 99% of the time. It makes a lot of sense to us. Okay, it does. And that is a fact because there is data that backs it up. There's history that backs it up. And us as fanatics just want us to get the first down on that play. Right. Nice. Okay. So now we're, we're looking at the play. The fact of the matter is, is that the coaching staff and where we're going is saying we're not doing that. Okay, we're not doing it, so we're we're just not going to do it. And regardless of how you feel about it, look, I, I feel a certain way about it. Okay, I don't think it's that big of a deal if we line up a center and run a run a punchy in the mouth play. Okay, yeah, I agree that there has to be a certain aspect in my in in my bloodline of Army football that has to be a part of it. Okay, there has to be a part of it that we get under center and we say we need one yard. We want it more than you. And guess what? I don't care how big you are. Just the sheer will that we want it more than you. That's enough. Okay, me as a middle linebacker, as an army middle linebacker, I think the same way. If it's fourth and one, I don't care. I'm going to stop you on fourth and one. Okay, but reality is. We are not going that route. And we have got to accept that as fanatics that we are going to do the shotgun on fourth and one. Okay. And we're going to do the read option or we're going to give it to Bailey or now Champ Harris. Or we're going to run some kind of finesse play. And look, it's the first year. I, I keep going back to I keep going back to it. It's the first year. There's a lot of a lot of growing pains this year, okay? A lot of growing pains. But – Well, let me ask you this. I mean, you, can, the first year. you can go from the shotgun, right? But say you have Buchanan in the game, right? A, he's a decoy. And B, you can have him push – you'll run tight, uh, Bryson Daly behind the center and have him push him for the first I, down. The push-tush is good. I love the Why? – Why not? I love the push to us. I think it's, I think fourth and Everybody's two. Everybody's doing it. 
Fourth and two. I mean, how, many teams, how many teams line up in a shotgun and then the, and then the quarterback comes under center and, and, and uh, they hike the ball? I mean, Army should have a play in there for this. I'm sorry. It doesn't make any sense. To, uh, yes, I'm a fan. I'm not a college football player. You are. Beth this out. I am with you. I do believe there should be a play in the archives that says, hey, when we're at fourth and one, we line up under center, we get Buchanan behind us, and I don't care who else, we get another 260-pound guy behind us, and we just will our way forward. I agree with that. Or quarterback sneak. Maybe a quarterback sneak. It doesn't have to no, be That's Buchanan. what we're talking about. We're talking about a quarterback Something. Something. With two with two two hundred sixty pound guys saying we're stronger than everybody else and we're gonna push you forward. I agree that should be a option in the playbook. Okay. No, I, I gotta tell you, I, I give the offensive line some of the blame for this game, but I sat there when this fourth and one happened. I didn't get it, and I said to myself, it's not their fault because the play takes so long to develop, and everybody from Troy was right there. So they have to hold their blocks or push their blocks further to, 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 to make up for those four yards that you have, you have to get to, to get to the line. Yeah, so I, I don't think it's their fault. So whose fault I, is it? I well, think we know whose fault year, it is. Next year, I think next year or in a week or in two weeks, however fast we adapt to this offense, that play will hit faster. Okay. Will it hit faster than a tush push? No. But will it hit faster? Yes, eventually, once we understand and we we do this more live action. Um and that, that that's just how that's just how I view it. I, I just I don't think we're going back. We'll never go back um for the for the foreseeable future as long as um we're in this offense, and that's okay. We have to get reps and sets at this offense and you know, we'll we'll take the good with the bad, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Hey, if you guys are watching right now, anybody watching wants to send in comments or questions, we'll post them. Um, I just I just had a thought that was fleeting for me, but I I don't know. I just look at the, the fourth and one things and just you got Seth, like you said, you have to get those jokes. Oh, Steve, I was gonna say about the attitude of the army football team that we're the tougher team, we're gonna get that yard, we're gonna stuff you on fourth down, we're gonna stop you in the red zone. I thought that Troy had that mentality today. I thought Trey's, uh, Troy's defense brought that mentality today to Army, and they just were like – it was almost – I didn't. it didn't feel like the Army was playing no. on their home turf today, really, to yeah. be honest with you. Watching that game, I felt like Troy came into an enemy territory and was fighting for survival. And that's how – that's how I, I, I felt – they approach the game on their short yardage on offense and on defense. Whereas like every inch counted, I can't really, I mean, it's hard to explain, but like watching the game, not being there and Seth, you were there, but like watching the game, it, it felt like it meant more or like it was more important or I, I can't, I'm not saying that correctly. I feel like, it was the intensity was higher on the Troy sideline when it was about an inch or a yard. Mm. Um, like feeling like they were somewhere where they didn't belong. And the only way to like feel like they were there was to, 
you know, stop it uh, defensively at least. I was I was super impressed uh, by Troy's deep. They had they had some players, man. Like like they had a lot of good players uh, on defensive side of the ball that were all over the field. They had Solomon that was uh, that was really getting after it and. Um, I, McDonald, yeah. Jaden McDonald was all over the place. Thirteen tackles. Yeah, some yeah. some people think that might be the best defense Army faces this year, and they're playing LSU next week. So I don't know. Well, Munk, Munkin said that this was the best team we played so far. Army's played so far. LSU. Ridiculous. SEC West team. Okay, <laughs> you can talk about all the bias you want. There's a reason why. The SEC West is the best conference in football. But he said that. He said that. He goes, yeah. yeah. He talked about LSU next week and how difficult they're. You know, they're blue blood, and they're one of the top ten teams year in and year out in college football. Look, he, look, he got into that. Whatever. We're not going to go on a tangent here. Like they might have been the best. They might have been the best team that showed up. I mean, they shut us out. So there's no there's no arguing that I don't think we'll get shut out at LSU. Okay, I, I really don't. I think that Troy showed up as the best defense we'll face in quite some time, for sure. But they're not the best defense. The, they're the best. No, the first six games are definitely the best team Army has faced. Uh, they're better than Boston College. You know, Syracuse is very average now. Syracuse stinks. Syracuse stinks. They scored three points today. They're terrible. Four and three. Um, but anyway, the bottom line is that they're the best team so far. They're probably the second best team Army's going to play this year. Maybe the third best team. I just watched the Air Force game and they beat a good Wyoming team, um, and and they came back. You know, they they their, their quarterback got hurt. I don't know if you guys watched. Their quarterback got hurt. The the backup comes in, fumbles the first two times he has the ball, led to a touchdown for Wyoming. They missed the extra point, fumbles again. They missed a field goal, and uh, and then uh, Air Force won. But um, uh, Air Force is a, is a top 25 team this year. They're probably the best team in the Mountain West, maybe Fresno State, those two. But they're a decent team, and we're going to have our hands full with them. Hey, uh, Air, Force's, Air Force's defense is that they are playing as a unit, and they are big and fast. Yeah, they're a good team. That quarterback is good. I mean, he got hurt, and I don't know how hurt he is. He walked off the field, but he didn't come back. Um <laughs> So we'll see. That's your Air Force update and Mountain West update. We could use a sponsor for that spot of the podcast if if, if you're out there listening. Um, you know, I, I, I don't know. Uh, with Troy, Troy, I just wanted to mention that Troy's defensive coordinator, Greg Gasparato, spent a year at West Point as an assistant, and their defensive line coach, Eric McDaniel, also spent a year at West Point. They, I mean, they're they're going up against the, a, a new the, the gun option offensive army, so it's not like. Army was running triple option in the in this game, and they knew, but they knew some of the players at least probably in their skills and stuff. Did that help? I don't know. I just think, like we said, I just think Troy's Troy's defense made plays. Seth, real, I want to ask you because I didn't get a chance to watch it. What was Coach Munkin's thoughts after this game? Can you sum it up, like um, maybe sure. an opening statement and that kind of stuff? Well, he always gives an opening statement, and I was I was impressed with the fact how how real he has been all year with this. He said, you know, we stunk it up. You know, we, we stunk it up. He went through the offense and all the problems there, the fumble, the penalties, the missed assignments. He talked about it on halftime on the radio show and talked about it again after the game. Uh, he talked about the defense and he was happy that they, you know, they, they they were really, you know, they were bending and but they didn't break, you know, and 
almost every case except for the one missed assignment for the touchdown, which it was uh, late in the first half. Um, he was impressed with that. He, of course, he, he talked about the performance of Udo. Um, you know, he talked about Champ Harris getting thrown in there. Uh, but he was, I think he was um, upset. I think he was concerned about what's going on. He says the team is not quitting. I didn't see any quit in the team. I didn't. Um, uh, they, they played to the very end. They did. They, they tried to come back. Um, but he he said that. So, I mean, he said all the right things. He he didn't take the blame this time. Last time he said it was a coach's fault. He didn't say that this time. You know, I mean, the players, they, they, they there were too many inopportune uh, penalties. Um, the fumbles, the you know, there was one interception was late in the game. Um, and he, he said that. He goes, you know, we lost to a better team. He was clear about that. But, you know, getting shut out, he wasn't very happy. Yeah, uh, ball security in this game was not at a premium from Army. The, the the fumbles and just the loose balls and, I don't know, the one pitch that just rolled to Hayden Reed that he picked up, thankfully. And, you know, if a corner's on that alert, that could have went the other way. Um, the offense, right? How many plays do you think the offense ran in Troy's red zone today? 20. No, how in many? Troy's red zone? No, how many Army's offense? Sorry, I'm sorry. Army, Army's offense. How many plays do you think they ran in the red zone? I don't think they were in the red zone, were they? They ran four, and it was with three minutes left in the game. They finally oh, got to right, the red right. zone. When they went for the instead of going for the field goal to break the to break the shutout, they went for the fourth. They and finally point. got into the red zone with three minutes left in the game. I mean. If that doesn't sum up everything today, I don't know what else does pretty much as far as the offensive end. I mean, just – I mean, a little too late. I mean, they had some nice plays where they picked – their longest play of the game was that 23-yard run by uh, Udo. Um, that was it. One 20-yard play or more today. One. Can't win football games no. with that. So, you can't. It was a very – What about the pass late in the game? How long was that? That one pass 18. late in the game? 18. 18. 18 yards, right. Okay. Yeah, I mean, but I was late in the game. They're going against a prevent defense. Of course, they're going to find somebody open. Which That's is my, deep. I think, the worst defense ever to ever play at any point of any game is the prevent defense. Like, just keep doing what you were doing all game. That's how you were winning the game. I agree. But, mm-hmm. uh, no, it very, yeah. If you are in, <laughs> if you're in, Army football fan that loves watching the triple option. Very frustrating game. Defensively, I feel like it was, I mean, we were inspired. We were um, very keyed in. Yeah, but, uh, as you guys mentioned, we had the one miscue, which led to a touchdown. But, I mean, I feel like that defense, um, you know, I know the score 19 nothing doesn't seem – very impressive, but for what they faced all day, I mean, that was a very impressive performance from the defense today um, and uh, very uh, promising the fact that those guys didn't stop regardless of, you know, it's, it's always, a, it's always a interesting aspect or, or um, dynamic when the offense is playing poorly and the defense is out there a lot or, the defense or the offense isn't, you know, whatever, or, or vice versa. It doesn't matter. But that defense was like, hey, we're going to keep fighting 
and getting the offensive ball back. And it just, you know, it, I do like the fact that, you know, I'll tell you what, Lohan, that guy gets more fun to watch every single week. He is, he's a great ball player and, and I enjoy watching him from that spot. Leo was banged up last week too. I don't know how healthy he was playing in this game. He was banged up last week. So he he's he's not a guy who's gonna miss many plays, not miss definitely doesn't miss many games. And um, you know, that's him and Jimmy Charlo have really, you know, the leadership is definitely there on the defensive side of the ball. And um, I just wanted to wrap this podcast up real quick on you know where it's a halfway point now, right? Army's now two and four halfway through the season. And quite frankly, I think that. I don't know how, how to put this into the proper perspective here, but their their play is you are what your record says you are, right? But, I mean, the way they played in games and they've hung, hung around, they could have a couple more wins. Sure, they could have more wins. I think they played better than I thought they were going to play this year. Uh, defense has been pretty good for the most part, you know, with the exception of maybe the Syracuse game. Um, the offense has had its moments. Has low points too, but I don't know. I think that is this a is this a two and four a two and four team on paper, and that's what the record says. But second half, I, I asked Munkin, I asked Munkin how was you know his you know his feelings on it on the first half of the season being two and four, and you know he was pretty candid and he said you know we're a two and four team. We're playing like a two and, or two and four team. We're playing like a team that's losing. Um, we're making a lot of mistakes. You know, Sal, you're at the press conferences with me uh, most of the time. And, you know, he sits there and talks about the mistakes they're making, you know, in, in, in every game besides Delaware State, even when the game they beat UTSA, you know, he talks, we have improvements to make. The improvements aren't coming now. Um, you know, they, they, they don't seem to be, they seem to be improving Delaware State to UTSA and then the first half against Syracuse. And then, it fell apart second half Syracuse um, and, and, and into the BC game. And this one, they seem to go backwards, especially on offense. Steve, to your point um, uh, about the defense, they took a, uh, Troy took possession of the ball on average, I think they were on the 40 to 45 yard line. Army right. took possession of the ball like on the 22 yard line or something on average. Um, it, it makes a big difference. So they, they had a short field to work with. You know? Yeah. No, I, and, and, um, you, you know, you talk about your record is how you are. And I, I think as an fan, if you asked anybody who watches the army team this year, um, how they feel about being two and four, I think, I think they would tell you that we deserve to be two and four. Um, with how we've shown up uh, and played over the the past, you know, uh, you know, two months. So it's not like we've you know battled for two and four, which is uh, promising, right? Like you you don't feel like uh, we've had to like scratch and claw to be two and four. We've given a couple games away as far as what we think we should have been performing at. Uh, like I said earlier, like if if anybody would have said Troy's going to shut us out, regardless of how many points they put up, we would have been like, "You're crazy!" Like I'll take that bet all day. Like double down, go. Um, 
So I, I think Coach Munkin just, you know, yeah, we, we are 2 of 14 because that's what we've shown up as for the past two months. Now, I think he's disappointed. I think he's disappointed. It is. It is disappointing because we could easily be 4-2 and two right now, Seth. I agree. We could be 4-2, and two, but we're not. <clears throat> and like I said about the accountability factor of the seniors, the seniors have a tough, tough job right now. Okay? And the leaders of this team have a tough job going to the turn like, hey, this is the last shot we've got. Okay. How do we want to be remembered? How do we want to end this year? Because guess what? Seniors and, you know, you never know when your last play is. What do we want these next six games to look like? And if we don't do what's necessary to be <clears throat> to victory each and every week it's going to be a long end of the season okay nobody likes being two and ten okay nobody likes being two and ten and you know i'm not saying that it's uh it's likely but it's a real possibility if we go out there and and throw the ball away um like we did today if, if the army doesn't keep control of the ball there's you know, it, you might as well just, you know, chalk it yeah. up. It, it's the game I worry about. The game I worry about. Um, I think Massachusetts we're going to beat. I think Army's better than them. They seem to be a really terrible team. I, I said this before on a podcast a couple of weeks ago. I remain worried about Holy Cross. They're not a bad Division One AA yeah. school. I, I don't want to look too far ahead. We'll I know, but I'm just telling you, we were halfway um, through the season. I'll, I'll give you a little insight. Um, UMass got Don Brown back. And Don Brown, uh, my older brother played for him at UMass. Don Brown led them to a national championship uh, chance. And I know they don't have the players this year, but I don't I don't sleep on UMass at all because um, Don Brown's a coach, man. That guy, you know, he was a Michigan's defensive coordinator for a while. Um, he, 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 so – the fact of the matter remains is the accountability piece of how the seniors take this loss and how we approach practice and what kind of mentality we're going to have the rest of the year will determine how the rest of this year ends up. Okay. It's not going to be the coaches can't will the team to finish strong. They, they can't. So, I, I put I put the onus on the team captains because they've got they've got a lot of work they they've got not just a uh, uh, an emotional and mental aspect of how they're going to approach the second part because hey two and four is rough okay it's it's threatening you know threatening the bowl eligibility right like that's that's looking rough right now it's you're seeing how Air Force is playing right now, so it's threatening the CIC. There's a lot of outside factors right now that can attack this team and prevent them from focusing week to week where, you know, we we could go down the, the dark hole real quick. So I, I put a lot of onus in. Of course, it goes to coaching staff because they're, they're, the, they're the ones that steer the ship, but 
the seniors have to keep us focused and the, and the informal leaders have to keep us focused on where we're going to go from here. Yeah, I'll just okay. say one thing real quick about improvements. If you're at the middle, you're, you're halfway point in the season and you're, you, you should be um, hitting on all cylinders at, by the halfway point of your season. You shouldn't have to be worried about fundamentals like ball security. You shouldn't have to be worried about blocking from your offensive line or missed uh, blown coverage and stuff like that. Improvements, I mean, yeah. You want to, you do want to get better as the season progresses. Maybe Steve can talk about this a little bit, but you should be close to where you want to be by midseason. And they're not, they are, they are not, like you say, Seth, some places they're regressing, you know? So uh, it's a look at I, the thing is, there's no bye week. You know, there's, you got LSU in a week in Death Valley, and um, it doesn't get any easier. So, like you say, Steve, you could you could do two things here. You know, you can you know strap on the helmet and get after that practice, and 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 you know make you know, mentally be there, or you can, or, or like you said, it could be a long next six games. And this is not like <laughs> this is the this is the best team they'll face this coming up this week, and it's not it's not. A, I I remember a pretty a pretty motivating. Uh, <laughs> I remember a pretty motivating thing when, um, you know, I was part of um, two, three, and nine seasons as a freshman and sophomore. Uh, Our junior year team was probably the most capable but not understanding of winning yet. And then our senior year, you know, we obviously, you know, did well. But I remember someone saying, uh, I'm not going to say the name, but it was like, hey, we don't get better draft picks the worse we do. Okay. Like there's no like there's no point of of, of you know <laughs> there's no you know it doesn't matter if we go you know two and ten or you know six and four or six and six like we gotta play every game like it's our last because one life gets real life gets real quick. For these seniors okay they're gonna graduate they're gonna do what they need to do and then they're gonna go you know the world's crazy okay there's a lot of things going on and i know we don't bring that up a lot but it's pretty real right now from last weekend what was going on so um like we've got to narrow it in and make this our last effort as an army football team to put it on out there. And those seniors should be preaching that. Like, hey, this is what we got to do. And if they're not, it's going to be a 2-10 season. Ouch. It will be. Ouch. Yeah, I mean, That's this scary. is the week. Yeah, this is the week, right? I mean, coming up, you got LSU. There's, I mean, it's a ranked team. Um, chance I mean, to last, put out. Sal, Seth, look at the last, uh, look at last week, right? Look at this week, and now look at where we're going forward, okay? Like, there can be a bad trend going to where now it's like, ugh. Like, it, it, it's going to take the seniors, and it's going to take accountability. And if, it, if it's not there, it's going to get ugly. It will. Yeah, it's three in a row now. Losses for the Black Knights after yep. 19-0 against Troy. 
And I think we dissected everything from on the offensive side, the defense, the gang effort. It's going to be interesting not- press conference on Tuesday I, I, uh, as he talks more and more about LSU. So uh, I'm interested in see what, what, what his comments will be on Tuesday. Yeah, we'll see. We Thanks, thanks. For everybody watching tonight, like I said, give us a thumbs up. I mean, you may not like the result of the game, but can you at least give the, the YouTube channel a thumbs up and a subscribe? We really would appreciate it. And um, check our website out. Seth will have his game story. I'm get, getting more photos loaded up from the game. I'll do a quick. I'll do a quick thoughts coming up. It'll be a lot of the stuff we said tonight, and uh, you know, hopefully, maybe next Saturday night we'll have at least some some positive things more positive things to say about the black knights hopefully they put a good effort down in lsu and it'll certainly be a challenge so we look forward to that let's go sounds good guys thank you